Welcome to Talent Management Truths. I'm your host, Lisa Mitchell. I'm a talent management thought partner and results coach, wife, and mom. Talent management leaders are hungry to learn from their peers and want to hear about real-life talent initiatives. This podcast is for and by talent management leaders. My guests and I dig into successes, challenges, and lessons learned from a very practical, not theoretical point of view. You'll discover important insights about how to elevate your confidence and amplify your influence in a role known for being caught in the organizational middle. I'm thrilled to have you listening. So let's get going and hear the truth about talent management today. Hi there, welcome back. This episode is the second of a two-part series covering my panel interview with several members of the Talent Trust, my six-month mentoring and peer learning community for talent leaders. You can check out episode 50 from last week to hear the first part. In this episode of Talent Management Truths, you'll discover insights into the monthly themes that have resonated the most, tips on how to get the most out of the program and manage the time commitment, and what surprised members the most about their experience in the program. If you like, you can turn into part one to hear a little bit about what helped members make the decision to join in the first place, their biggest takeaways so far, and results that the program has helped members accomplish. If you are curious about the program, and you should be, (laughs) I hope this two-part panel interview will help you get off the fence and join us. You'll be so glad you did. Thanks for listening. It's interesting because a couple of you have already mentioned the themes. I think they've really resonated. And so there are six themes, as I mentioned, and there's there's going to be another six starting in October, right? And then I'll cycle back to the original six and so forth. But, you know, if you think about some of the ones we've covered, which one has been the most compelling for you? Because just for listeners, so it's it's a general theme. And as I said, we're making meaning of it. And then we're figuring out, well, what does it mean in our world at work, but personally as well? Can anybody speak to that? I know Marie mentioned creativity. Susan, you mentioned reflection. We also had practice. We had clarity of vision. This month, we're digging into courage. For me, clarity of vision, that was near the beginning, I believe. It was, yeah. (laughs) And it was um, very appropriate, like I said, because I was essentially in uncharted waters for myself and full of ideas and potentials and imagination, but I remember discussing with you, Lisa, that my need was to actually narrow my focus, like actually get a vision and not just be wide-eyed and taking it all in. So that was important. And it was important to do within this environment because being essentially an HR team of one, it's great to be able to speak with the group and have people understand what I'm talking about or trying to talk about. My management team is extremely supportive, but we look at things from a different lens. And Mm -hmm. so having a clarity of vision at the outset helps me to manage my energy, bring me back to focus. Even though I feel like I want to do all of it, that's not a good idea. (laughs) But definitely, I think that that was very helpful. And it's something that I'm continuing to work on. Thank you. Yeah. And it's okay to have all kinds of ideas bubbling around. Like that's me, right? I'm always like, oh, there's all these things I could do. But in the end, when it comes down to it, you can only do one thing at a time. So it's how do you do it really well, practice, and then you get to move on to the next, the next fun thing. Thank you for sharing that, Candace. 
I think I want to echo Candace, that mm. clarity of vision and the, the focus that you had with us each on strengthening our goals and really having a concrete plan with those. And then paired with the bonus workshop that you had with regard to dealing with roadblocks and strategy really helped me to get going on a really complex program. So we were launching a learning and development program within our organization. And then if I pair that even further with the one-on-one -on -one coaching I had with you and suggestions that you provided to me, really helped me remove a roadblock and get buy-in, ask the right questions to get all the stakeholders really engaged in this mm -hmm. program. And we've had further iterations and uh, further conversations with different stakeholders, but we're ready to launch now. And that's wow. kind of a short time frame from going with, you know, I had all these crazy ideas percolating and not really sure of how to move it forward to being ready to launch. It was fantastic. Wow. Well, congratulations. I mean, you you made that happen and and you put the time in and 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 you know worked with the resources you had so that's impressive that that's going in wow congratulations so that clarity of vision is key i'm going to have to come back to <laughs> that in october courage that one courage yeah this having courage to stand up for when things might be not necessarily going on the right path and having that conversation and having the courageous conversation and what does that look like and just the support on those type of things are been really, really helpful. So that also helps it stay on track, right? Just, yeah. just having it during it. Oh, I'm not sure if this, you know, I know it was my idea, but I'm not sure it's going well. <laughs> How do I have that courageous conversation with my leader and talk through that? You know, those yeah. are things that are important. Well, and this morning too, when we were kind of digging into that theme of courage, we were defining it. What does it actually mean to each of you? And then, you know, from there, what gets in our way, right? When do we get stuck? Like what, what are the things that keep us back? And then what helps us shift into courage, right? Because we need to sort of understand that so that, it doesn't hold us back in terms of getting great things done, right? You know, what are the things that let me step into that courage and overcome that fear? Yeah, important stuff. Okay, so let's dig in a little bit now. I keep saying dig in. I don't know why I'm digging stuff today, but what are your tips about how to get the most out of the program? So I'm really interested in this. What's, what's helped you? For me, it's, you know, being committed to do the work. It's, it really is the only way that, that, that it can work. And it's to have that, that commitment, you know, and it's, it's, and it's for me, it's not a huge commitment, but try it, try it because you'll be, that's how you'll learn. That's how you, you'll discover. And then you, you, and you see what works and what doesn't work. It doesn't mean that everything that you'll try will work for you, but then at least you discover and then you can adjust, you can make it work for you. So for me, that was the, the tip number one. And then tip number two, which really worked for me was to let my team and then my leaders know this is what I'm doing and then protecting that time. So I did mm -hmm. let people know that two Thursday a month, I'm just not available, you know, from 8.30 to 10. And you know, being upfront about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's key, right? Manage those expectations. Don't ping me. I won't ping you back. I'm not even online. 
Yeah, that's a great tip, actually. So, and you know, Marie, if if it's I'm going to share this, but you've been the biggest user of the office hours of that extra time with me each week to get a little extra airtime to think things through, talk things out. So, I just I think that might be a tip as well for listeners that that's absolutely you know it's it's there for the taking. It's just an absolutely. extra mini coaching. Yeah, yeah, and especially because when you when you when you you know, trying something new, sometimes you, you know, funny things happen and you go, huh? And, and, and you don't want to wait until, you know, the next two weeks. So you have that opportunity to just, you know, clarify, get some clarity around, around where you're going and clarity around your roles. So it's been very, very helpful for me. Yeah. And I know some of you have sent me notes in between. We've been able to communicate by email. So that's, you know, my goal is really to be in service to you, right? And make sure you have an exceptional, exceptional experience. So yeah, that's always, that's always a possibility. Okay. Anyone else tips? I found the sessions that I was most present is if I read beforehand, like even 10 minutes or 15 minutes. You don't need to spend two hours or three hours if you don't have the time, but if you could do it ahead of time, that really. So read the pre-work, read the pre-work or read, read the work or even on your site you created, oh, I thought was yeah. really, really great because okay. I could just, it's very intuitive. You can go in and take a look at things. So I come more mentally prepared on what I'd love to have a conversation around. So oh, okay. that was helpful. Okay. Yeah. So, so what Sheila's referring to is we have a, an online classroom where I put the recordings of all of the group sessions along with the pre-work and sometimes any notes or tools if we, if we, if we use those or resources that were mentioned. So, okay, that's, that's good. I forgot about the classroom. I didn't even mention that. There you go. Forgot my own tool. So funny. All right. So use the classroom. What else? I know Christy really, she like when she's had to miss a session, she's like, I love having the video to watch, you know, it's really helpful. And you don't always get a chance to go back, but when you can, yeah. I'm so sorry. I wanted to mention one more thing. Yeah. And that's our WhatsApp group and just connecting outside of this program because we've shared tools with each other. And it's been really nice with this group because we all kind of said at the beginning, you know, let's not pretend we're, we know something we don't know, or let's not be shy about, you know, saying we need help or, you know, end with something. And so that's been really nice, that vulnerability and honesty. So that's allowed us to kind of come to the group and say, listen, I have this problem. I need a, you know, this policy I'm working on or this program or, you know, a succession planning tool. Yeah. <laughs> well, I learned the six Bs you know, from you for succession right? planning. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know that so model. So that was we great. We share things with each yeah. other and it's been great. So then we've been kind of sharing resources with each other and it's great to hear you know, what one person does, what another person does, different organizations approach on things, because sometimes you're working in a little bit of an isolation or a little void and you don't know what's going on out there. Yeah. And there's research, but actually hearing what real companies are doing yeah. and actually seeing their tools and saying, oh, I could use that is super helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's so reality based. Right. Versus just sort of a theoretical article or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I get value out of that sharing of resources myself. Like it's, it's, you know, it's, it's people have been so generous there. So thank you for that. Even about ergonomic chairs, Candace, right? 
It's been awesome. <laughs> well, well, these are the things that we deal with, right? Like, the, the, like it runs the gamut when you're when you're in HR and talent. There's so many different things you might need to to learn or find out or figure out. So, all right. So let's thanks for those tips. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, when you think about your experience in the program, what's surprised you the most in terms of your experience here with us. You know what? I think for me, what surprised me, there were two things that surprised me the most was, you know, very much like Jennifer, when I started the program, I was a little bit apprehensive about the time. I was like, I I don't know how I'm going to make it work, but I'm just going to do it. And what surprised me was how I it was like, you, I can't tell you how many meetings people try to scan. I was like, no, this is my time. It's, yeah, it's just, it's not negotiable. It, you know, it just surprised me how, for me, it was almost like oxygen. And mm. yeah, I just need to get my oxygen. I, I, yeah, it's just going to have to wait, you know, after 10. I was very, yeah, it was surprising to me. And what was also surprising, which I didn't really bank on when I when I joined the program, is how much more you learn from from others, not only from the things that they share, but also, you know, from even their experiences at their own places at work, what you're able to confirm through what they're going through or say, oh, you too, you too, you're experiencing that. And, you know, and it just gives you that comfort that, okay, you're not totally crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The power of peer learning, right? Like I'm, I actually, cause I, cause I know you've all come to at least one talent talk, if not more than the monthly talks that I do that are just, that are free, but it gives people a bit of a, an introduction, a taste of what, what we do in the trust. But the one in September is about peer learning models, right? Cause I, you know, this is what we're doing here. And I just think it's such an important way to go for organizations right now, because you know the 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 age of the one week long leadership program is is disappearing rapidly. There's still some case for that, but you know more and more it's it's online or it's quick hits. How do we embed it in the day to day? And so peer learning models, I think, have a huge role to play there. Yeah, and then so the way I can summarize that really is that Lisa, you've done a great job at putting really all the tools that we may need. Like you just can't fail, even if you you just cannot fail. So it's it's just wonderful the you know the the myriad of tools that and resources that is available through the program that you know you get to choose which one you want or you can use them all or you can use the ones that you know you're much much more comfortable with. So that's yeah. one of the things that I really really enjoyed. Good. Okay. I I, I just want to add on to that because some people think tools are just like a a self-read, you know, checklist or a white paper or a here's the best practice on how you do it. It's more applicable. Like that's the part that I loved is, you know, here's some tools, but then what does that mean for us or how do you use it or the conversation that are attached to the tool. Right. How could you adapt get it? into? Yes. Are really, really helpful. And that's just experience I've had with myself having to create tools is, you know, that only goes so far for people. And I find that even for myself, right? Like if yeah. I just 
if you just handed it to us and said, well, here you go, here's what it is. You don't have what we have here in the network and network learning is so important. So just appreciated that. Wonderful. Thank you for that. Yeah. I just got into my mind too. We used that illustration this morning and Marie also mentioned it about learning to swim. You learn to swim by swimming. And I think that it's essentially for me, the most surprising thing is that I didn't drown. So like I said, for me, I was concerned about, okay, I know really not much about this field in terms of experience. I didn't expect to feel like uncomfortable, but I was surprised at how I wasn't made to feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's, that's helpful for, for, for me to understand and actually really makes me so happy because it just goes to show this is such a supportive community, you know, but it's not all about just senior leaders or middle managers or, or individual contributors coming up like you, it's right. It's, it, it can suit a range of people because it's all about, you know, I think it's all about group dynamic. And when people are actually committing to this kind of program, you know, I'm not trying to make it sound really hard from a commitment, but when you do, like, you do have to decide. I'm going to do this like Marie. I'm going to tell people I'm busy at these moments, right? Throughout my month and I'm going to do my follow through. I'm going to I'm going to make things happen. Then, you know, it it everybody in that the group that's committed to that are going to be welcoming, are going to help create that safe space so that everybody gets something out of it. Learning in real time, really, because you can read about swimming and watch videos, but you don't know how to swim. So for me, like we said, there's information out there, courses, learning, but applying it, we're doing right away to my work or coming back to the group with something from my work. It's learning immediate. A butterfly stroke here, folks. Yeah, it's immediate <laughs> value. Yeah, so it's incremental. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in the moment. That's great. Anybody else have something that surprised you that you wanted to share? The, the other thing, if I may share, when Sheila was talking about application, what really makes it stick and where we get real is, you know, when we learn a new tool, we're like all excited. But then I love the questions you always have is that, okay, what gets in the way? So, yeah, we have this great thing here and we're all excited about it. But why aren't we doing it all the time? And this is really where you stop digging in and, and it's it's very personal. And also the other thing that I really like is, is you know, we always gonna have those moments where we are less motivated than than others. Yeah. And 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 even looking at those moments and and you know, what are some of how are we going to plan around that is is for me, it's exploring that makes me, when you talk about that, that continuum for the leader, it the really leaders. helps in, you know, always getting to that vortex. Yeah. So what Marie's talking about there referring to is the talent leaders growth continuum. And, and so we, we, we kind of measure ourselves on that each month and sort of say like, it's, it's a diagnostic tool. So we're often, you know, if, if we're feeling uncertain and exhausted and unclear, we're in that vortex. So we're trying to move through the weather uh, to, to the place of sort of getting to this oasis where things are clear, where we're feeling proactive, not transactional and so on. So you can hear about that on one of the episodes of the podcast, but it is interesting because we move up and down on that continuum, right? Depending on what life throws at us, the, the big new project that lands on our desk or something happens like a big move to New Orleans or a brand new, you know, like there's things that, that happen that, that move us along. So it's just meant to sort of say, okay, where am I? 
And so what, what about that? And where, you know, if I want to start moving back towards that oasis again, what, what will it take at this moment in time? And it shifts, right? Shifts with the sands essentially. Okay. So my last question here is it's more around the time commitment and we've touched on it, but I really think, you know, this will help me when I'm talking to people that are kind of considering joining, you know, and kind of wondering about how they can manage it. You know, what are the things that that I can tell them? So Marie, you talked about blogging off the time for the group pro- programs and then, or the group sessions rather, and I guess the one-on-one coaching that we do and telling people it's non-negotiable and you've really protected it. So that's wonderful to hear. What ha- else have people done to sort of even if it's if it's not tactical, but it's more mindset to help you carve out that time and and feel committed. I think one of the tips that you shared that I have used as well is looking at those goals like every not necessarily every Monday, but every second Monday and and really almost kind of recommitting to I want to achieve that. And, uh. and and so looking at that and, and, and for it coming alive, you know, and, and, and saying, well, I, then this is the support that I need. I think looking at those goals, just it, it helps me to continue to be in the momentum because, yeah, there, there, there are definitely some weeks where you're going to go, I really can't do that Thursday. Yeah, but absolutely. When you look at those goals, it just re-energizes you. And that's why, to, mm. to Candace's point, that clarity around the goals, is it really is key because that's what's going to drive you. Yeah. And that's why I spent time giving that feedback to each of you on the goals, right? Because it's really, really key that you've got that clarity. And then it's not just, you know, a fun conversation a couple of times a month. You're actually applying it somewhere. Yeah. Thanks for that, Marie. I'd jump into because I'd echo that the goals are really important. I review mine every week as part of a weekly review. I do kind of a la David Allen and getting things done. But I was when I was switching jobs, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go back and revisit my goals and rethink them. But they actually, I didn't need to redo them at all. Like the Uh, goals that I had set with you really transcended whatever job I was in and were really about me and growing as a person and as a leader. So I didn't have to make any edits to them really because they they already were exactly what I need in the new role too. So that was great. What an interesting discovery. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they transcended the role change. Thank you for sharing. I view it as an investment. Really, it's an investment. And when I have that as a framework, then I will stick to it, stick with it and stick to it. So that actually really helped me mm. stay stay the course and not get distracted, which is extremely easy as an investment. <laughs> as an investment, so beautiful, right? Because it is, it is an investment in you and you are your most important asset. So if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of your team. You can't, you know, you're not going to add as much value. So that's that's a a, a really important, important angle. Thank you so much. And I wanted to add to that as well as I never looked at it as the, I have to do this. It was more, if I want to stay healthy in my work, this is, a, this is just what I will be setting time aside to do. Mm. Yeah. Just like exercise, eating healthy, all those things. I just. This is this is what I need to do. Yeah. And to, to Sheila's point, you know, the more you attend your session, I, I'm really convinced that you'll be addicted because like you said, Lisa, in, in, in our profession, 
people want you always giving 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 and and this is a place and time where you get to sit i i actually call it my spa treatment (laughs) i do i really do you know in in my calendar it's not calendar it's like spa treatment for me (laughs) so it's it really is so it you you get to sit and you get to put yourself first and and it gives you that time because in our, you, you always go, you always go, 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 go. And this is a scheduled time where you get to stop, reflect, and ask yourself, and you give yourself permission to say, what's working, what's not working, you know, and how do I course correct? Which we don't always have, you know, in, in, no. in a busy profession. And what those sessions have, have, have taught me before I actually attend was that I thought that the 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 thing was to always go 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 and if things are not working well that means you're not moving faster then you need to go even faster right where now what I'm learning and through the 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 reflection session that we have is that the more you pause and then you reflect the more productive really you are and the more efficient it's not even about it's it's about efficiency for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think yeah. As, as you as you attend those sessions and as you as you attend the session, do the work, see how things are changing. You, you are going to get addicted. You are going to. I actually am. I'm, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do after after <laughs> September. Already having nightmares, but <laughs> I'm addicted. I love it. Well, but it is. It's a chance to breathe, right? Because I used to run around. I remember you know, in a, in my old job and sort of, oh my God, I'm so busy, you know, wearing this busy badge. I have no time to breathe, no time to think. So this is, this is, this is deciding I'm going to carve out time to think and to breathe. Right. And to be, yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. We've reached the end of our time. I want to thank you from the bottoms, bottom of my heart, truly to each one of you for being here tonight and for sharing your experience. I know that it's going to be helpful for, for some listener who's thinking, mm, is this for me or not? So thank you again. Thank you, Lisa. Thank, thank you, you, Lisa. Appreciate the time. Yeah, thank you, Lisa. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your colleagues. Better yet, head over to iTunes and let us know. When you subscribe and leave me a five-star review, not only do I glow from within, but more people will learn about the show and why they should listen. Until next time, keep telling the talent management truth.